Hi everyone and welcome to another blockbusting episode of ThoughtLeadership.biz. I'm Chris Makut and today's episode we're exploring one of my favorites, the rise of blockchain. If you ask the average Joe what blockchain is, he might provide you with a variety of answers. Isn't that the thing where prisoners get chained up and break rocks in the desert? No, that's a chain gang. It was outlawed in the 1950s. This is the 21st century. Is it that game where you have to drop little colored blocks on top of each other? Uh, no, that one I think is Tetris. Or isn't it where your sink might get blocked up and you have to call a plumber? No, 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 that's a blocked drain, stupid. But honestly, it's no surprise that so many people think they've heard of blockchain but still have no idea what it is. It's also true that those of you who think they know what it is really don't. At least not to the level they need to if they want to save their hard-earned savings literally and watch it go down the blockchain. So what exactly is it? Well, as you've probably already guessed, it's complicated. So today, in this first episode, we'll take some baby steps, just small little steps into the blockchain universe. And from there, over the next few episodes in this series, we'll steer a course through that asteroid belt that is the modern digital commerce of blockchain. But before we blast off in the world of blockchain, let me entertain you with my usual aside by reminding you to check out all of my newest articles, podcasts, and more at www.thoughtleadership.biz. If you prefer, you can catch me in person on YouTube or listen to my dulcet tones via Spotify and Anchor.fm. If all that's just not enough, then get yourself over to Apple and Google Podcasts or head on over to Twitter and LinkedIn where you can subscribe for notifications. All right, so let's get down to business. Pretty much everyone agrees on one thing, that 21st century tech has seen some truly massive advancements. Many would say they're the biggest since the internet began. And they'd be right. Google knows it, Amazon knows it, and many of the other colossal tech companies know it. Which is why they're fighting to get their slice of the pie. By creating their own blockchain solutions. They understand the importance and the power of decentralizing tech. And we should too. Whether we're into cryptocurrencies or other blockchain technologies, it's crucial that we understand how they work, what solutions they create, and what other potential benefits there are. So here goes an idiot's guide to the blockchain. 
a blockchain is, well, pretty much what it says it is. Just a bunch of blocks on a chain. These blocks contain digital information, which is tied up in a neat little bundle. Imagine them as something like a zip file, for those of you that have ever done a zip file of documents. It's usually helpful to use an example, so let's have a look at one of the most well-known blockchain technologies, Bitcoin. It's pretty simple stuff, really. Inside each Bitcoin block is a record of all of the transactions that have happened within a certain time frame. All of these blocks together form the entire blockchain. The blockchain is essentially just a huge network of computers located all across the globe with each computer that is part of the blockchain. And it automatically possesses all of the data on the blockchain and transactions that have taken place across the entire chain. One huge advantage of such de decentralized solution is that it can survive power outages, political interference, and even natural disasters. As long as the blockchain is big enough. So you might now be wondering how many types of blockchains are there? Well, it's safe to say that there are over 10,000 different blockchains in operation today. Most of them are public. Some of them are even private. An example of a public blockchain would be cryptocurrencies that you may have heard of, such as Ethereum, which is an open source software that anyone on the network can use. Private blockchains, on the other hand, use the same principles as public ones, but the software that drives them is held on private servers. Major companies like Microsoft and Accenture are using these type of blockchains to manage their inventories and supply logistics. Fundamentally, this sounds like a great idea, right? But in reality, it's a pretty terrible one. There are plenty of examples of people ripping off others by taking something that should be public, making it private, just so that they can call it a blockchain. But don't get me started on that right now. I have a proper rant about it in a future episode. Stick to the narrative that blockchain is already disrupting industries. It's disrupting our banking system and payment system and providing completely transparent and protected services. It's true that many banks are also now playing catch up by developing their own blockchain solutions. But we'll talk about decentralized finance as well more in another episode. Blockchain is also disrupting online data storage solutions, which rely on a huge centralized system that is vulnerable to data breaches. And it's disrupting voting systems as well. Blockchain technologies make elections more transparent. And in doing so, more valid and reliable than ever before. 
Basically, guys, think of it like this. A blockchain disrupts public data simply by enabling the creator to participate in a public ledger. And the key word here is public. In other words, it puts power back into the hands of the people. Many people think that Bitcoin and other technologies like it are recent. But in relative terms, that's not really true. Blockchain technologies first emerged onto the immediate scene in the, after the financial collapse of 2007-2008, which is no coincidence. At that time, in, resp in response to the collapse, people began encouraging more autonomy within the financial systems. And this is where the general public latched on to blockchain and it was born. Blockchains has the biggest and most interesting history of any other platform out there, from commerce, data storage, and politics. It's also actively stretching its technological tentacles into the creative arenas as well. Let's take the art scene as an example, as well as being able to help identify genuine works of art. Let's remember that back in 2014, the Fine Arts Expert Institute, FAEI, in Geneva stated that 50% of artworks it had examined were either forged or not attributed to the correct artist. Blockchain technologies are generating new approaches to art collecting and even new art forms. Its impact on the art world is already undeniable. Blockchain has become part of an artist's practice, both in subject and medium. There is a nascent blockchain art movement from Bitcoin graffiti art to artworks such as The Last Bitcoin Supper by French artist Yule, which sold for nearly 3,000 US dollars on eBay in 2014. Other examples include plantoids, blockchain-based robotic plants, which inter interact with people who donate via Bitcoin and Ethereum, and even CryptoKitties, a virtual game that allows players to purchase, collect, breed, and even sell various types of virtual cats. So while all these sound great, I mean, who doesn't love virtual cats? In terms of investment, investing in digital artworks is simply a new investment instrument. It's just another way to store value as art, as a speculative investment. But it has no actual value, just like more traditional arts of, or works of art. After all, you might have the Mona Lisa hanging in your personal closet or on the wall, but what are you actually going to do with it? It's so easy to get hypnotized by blockchain that you can throw all of your money at it and end up broke very quickly. Anyone who invested wildly in Bitcoin in the early days will tell you that maybe for free. The issue is that despite the massive rise of blockchain and the technologies around it, including the various solutions that have been created, there have been many more colossal failures than successes. But more on that in our next episode. So there you have it. 
a whistle stop tour along the blockchain. Check in again during our next presentation for a deeper dive. This is Chris Makut. Stay safe out there. Thank you again for listening to this thoughtleadership.biz podcast. I'm Chris Makut. For additional information on this podcast, including additional sites where you can stream from, make sure to visit us online at www.thoughtleadership.biz in your favorite web browser. I wish you a safe and productive day.